0: Thanks for tuning in to the Bethlehem Church Podcast, where our goal is to offer you compelling biblical content to equip you to live an empowered Christian life. This week, Pastor Matt and I have a conversation about his message, Forgiveness, from our study through 2 Corinthians. Let's jump in. Well, hey there, I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Pastor Matt. And we're here on this Faithful Thursday, as I scratch my nose, to have a conversation. Yeah, man. But at least I'm not scratching the inside of my nose, right? Yeah, yeah that'd be weird. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying I don't do that. I'm just not going to do it on camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. Uh, we're here. We're ready to have uh, a chat with you. We hope uh, that your week is going well. And uh, that it has been eventful in all the good ways. Yes. Yeah. And we're,
0: um, we're talking about, so we're two weeks deep into your new series in 2 Corinthians. Yeah. And the whole idea that he's been speaking on, and, and obviously the text is speaking on, is uh, reconciliation is, mm-hmm. th- is one of the themes that he's picked to run through. Yes. And so we're in week two of, what, uh, six weeks? Yep. A six-week series. Uh, and this, so last week we talked about, and if you want to go uh, listen to the message, it's up, but last week we talked about just what are the facts about reconciliation? Yeah. What is, what are we dealing with as we lay the groundwork for this? And then this week we're talking about forgiveness, which yeah. is, I mean, that's a key part of reconciliation. I would it say
1: very important. So I think, uh, we're we're getting it from a couple different angles and um, you know, we, we, we're kind of we're approaching this, we, we kind of talked about this this morning, well, a few days ago, um, you know, just from the perspective of how we're approaching um, Second Corinthians this time, like more from this topical perspective, but we're still handling it and working through the text. Um, so it's it's just neat to kind of formulate each of these key components to reconciliation, but how Paul laced them through the whole book. Yeah. Um, so this message specifically, as we chat about it, really is pulling from a part of the the fourth letter which is second corinthians from chapter 7 and then bouncing back to chapter 2 so that's really how we'll tackle this
0: yeah it's good yeah i'm excited about it it's been a really good series thus far and i think that it's just neat to i mean there's a lot of themes in second corinthians sure. you could do you know a variety of different theme series from mm-hmm. that book but i think this one is really good and the implications of of reconciliation as we'll see in our discussion as we move forward are just just huge in terms of not just our lives but in the gospel. The gospel itself is a yeah. message of reconciliation would you agree absolutely it's
1: about the exchange it's almost like you can't uh-huh. it's almost like you can't be in <laughs> Jesus and be the same person you've always been <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo! man yeah.
1: it's almost like you're a new creation oh it's almost like that verse is in this <laughs> is in this book.
0: We'll we'll leave Mr. Furtick alone on this one. Yeah, God bless um, him. God bless. Do less. Uh, but <laughs> literally,
1: yeah. please do less. Man,
0: well, I'm excited. Let's uh, let's yeah, jump in. Let's, let's get let's in. get it done. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well. So as we begin this discussion, I'll, i I noticed in the, uh, <laughs> I'm fumbling all over myself today. Uh, 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 have a time. Um, have a time. But what I thought was interesting, have you read, so I, you have a couple quotes here from Le- the Lisa Turkhurst I book. Have, not. have you not read it? No, not that one. Um, I think my wife has it, from what I understand. Yeah, I just it came to mind, and
1: I've heard so many people that it has helped them. Mm-hmm. And of course, I've heard a few interviews with her where she, yeah. you know, kind of expounded on some of these quotes. Um, so there's there's tons more content that I didn't get, but I got a lot of it, you know, just from hearing her in her interviews and watching some of those videos. Um, but yeah, I just I figured at least what the appetite and kind of the purpose of if you're if you're uh, digging in the program or listen to the message. You know, I, I wanted to put some content in here. Th- and this is just the nature of going through a six-week um, study on reconciliation. We could spend six weeks on forgiveness, um, yeah. but that's not really the intent uh, of, of what we're doing with this study. So uh, just to kind of give a helpful resource, if you struggle with forgiveness, if you struggle struggle with that topic, first of all, you're not alone. Um, you know, there there are plenty of examples in scripture of folks that struggle with it there's I mean look no further than probably just in your family your immediate family and there's going to be folks that struggle with forgiveness and we struggle with it everybody struggles with this so it was kind of just like hey here's a here's a point in time where we're going to discuss this a little bit and just to give you more information and more ammunition
0: you all right there stupid stuff, yeah. sorry for the interruption,
1: yeah, man mute your phone dog on it, yeah uh, stupid people, man, <laughs> leave me alone, yeah, okay <laughs> um, but anyway the the you know the heart behind it is to load you up with some scriptures, and you know, is the Word of God something that you turn to when you are entering into a season of difficulty uh, it, look, if you 're not in a season of difficulty it 's only a matter of time if you don 't need the the discussion and the topic of forgiveness now you will in the, near, in the near future. Yeah. So we put some uh, some scriptures in there uh, just for your consumption. Read them now. Read them when you need them. And then also, I feel like you can't talk about forgiveness now without mentioning uh, Lisa Turkhurst. So yeah. um, I put some quotes in there from one of her books. I think she has two now that are out on it. And uh, they're just incredible. Really good quotes. Yeah, um, so get the book, read it. I think it would, it would be helpful for you if you're struggling. Uh, maybe uh, you you have been hurt and you're struggling to offer that forgiveness. I think that's her context and her perspective. Um, I think it would be a blessing to you.
0: Yeah, her content is super. I mean, you're exactly right. If you're struggling with the notion of forgiving somebody mm-hmm. or what does that tangibly look like? Yeah. Has anybody ever done this before? Forgiving something that's perhaps, you know, what you would consider unforgivable? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Um. And so her story is just very inspiring. Uh, she has written quite a bit and she yeah. does... Uh, a lot of speaking engagements, I think too. So you can probably find, I would assume, just some Stuff, some talks and content. things on YouTube. Yep. If you just YouTube Lisa Turkhurst, it'll come up. But
1: but yeah, just look her, look look up her content, check it out. I mean, it's I think it's just going to be very helpful. Um, you know, and like I said, just the quotes. I mean,
0: just that alone. Yeah, very tweetable. <laughs> yeah, tweet- And it's actually very, substantive, <laughs> even though it's tweetable, as as opposed to some tweets tweetable. that we've seen in recent history. <laughs> tweetable and scriptural. Yeah. Right, that's the key. There's a Look, lot of people and, out there that, and I'm know. sure there's stuff that you know maybe
1: we wouldn't agree or whatever. That that's going to always be the case, of course. Um, but don't let that stop you from learning and gleaning from others, even that you don't completely align with. But anyway, I felt fa- I found it helpful. Um, Just some of the conversations that I've heard her speak on on the topic of forgiveness. So there's
0: some of that in there, too. Yeah, it's really good. Um, So forgiveness. Let's um, what's what do you feel like in this? uh, I guess with this topic, like what is the driving like? I guess if, if I were to ask you, why is forgiveness important? Like, why is that something that we should practice for the viewer? You know, why? Why should I care? I about guess. forgiveness? Yeah, like why why should that be important to us as followers of Jesus? I think
1: that that it would be like a similar statement to say, why should we why should we have relationships? Why should we engage with people? Like that would be like in the same um line of thinking. I would say to say why should we care about forgiveness? Well, if you care about people, then you should care about forgiveness because at some
0: point we're not in a perfect world. Right. Well, you let's do that. the five why thing. Okay, why should I care about people? <laughs> 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 let's get to the root let's get oh, to the root there he of came, it. The Donald and came. then it o- always <laughs> he always comes up yeah. regardless um but five whys okay yeah, why should lies. it all boils down to a god issue why should i care about people yeah. yeah why should i care the people are made in the image of god right. why should i care who god is this is where these questions go <laughs>
1: yeah exactly um yeah so five why that junk all the way back to the fact that we're fallen we have issues you know yeah. and ultimately yes we do you know <laughs> in this in this you know book uh, Paul is aiming to get this church back online. He's aiming to get them involved in the offering. He's aiming to get them involved in spreading the gospel and, you know, aiding, you know, this this huge Jesus movement that's happening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's just so helpful for us to, to put, put this in perspective. You know, your life could be so much more meaningful. You could accomplish so much more. Uh, you know, there's, there's a, a statement that he continues to use in chapter seven and then alludes to it in chapter two, but as God wills, enduring the suffering as God wills, you know, walking through this grief, basically Paul, Paul wrote this scathing letter, not second Corinthians, but he wrote a letter
0: before second Corinthians. He roasted him so hard that we don't have it. Yeah. We were like, yeah, I w- I wish you had we, we ain't getting, we ain't, you ain't wish we this had this it. one. I do. That'd be pretty cool. That's like a burn book, you know, (laughs) from uh, what's that mean, girls? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Burn book. I never saw that one for the record. Oh, I for sure haven't seen it. For the record. He has seen it, (laughs) and I have not. Uh, But anyway, you know, he writes the scathing letter, and it produced repentance. It produced grief in all the right areas. And so uh, I think that's really kind of where we're centering on this topic is, Look, there is a need for repentance in our society, in our lives, and and in, in general, there's a need for folks admitting where they've done wrong. Uh, but following up to that, how that process, forgiveness, I really hit on this. I hit on this hard in the message. Forgiveness is a process. This isn't a one-and-done kind of thing. It's like how it flows uh, is is kind of what I'm seeing. It's this dance, right, that that Paul is engaging in with this church. <laughs> it's a dance, yeah, Tim it's,
0: Keller. Everything's a dance. Everything is a dance. I love dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he has a Donald Trump voice I was about now. to say
1: <laughs> I, he for sure didn't vote for that guy. Uh, but anyway, it's it's kind of this this idea that it's movement and, and it needs to continue. Um, so anyway, the the letter, the scathing letter before Second Corinthians, which would have been the fourth one, is this idea that Paul addresses the issue and the guy repents. You know, if it's a guy or uh, it is a guy, but I think just that's specific. But we don't know
0: exactly what he did.
1: (laughs) But the you know,
0: can you just imagine, like, because you know, these were just one letter was read in front of the whole congregation, (laughs) and the scathing letter, and the one guy's just sitting there like, whoops. (laughs) 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 I think that too is the. Never mind. So many things. No, go ahead. No, 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 (laughs) no, no. no, no. I'm I'm gonna leave that right there. Yeah. But that right there, I mean, you know the. And I think that really kind of there's a slight with that idea. There's a slight illusion to the power of like an honor shame system, where yeah. social you know social your social credit score. If we're China, right? In China. Like you know there is uh, you know you could be destroyed as a person through yeah. through this, this system. You could be this was cancel culture before it was. It even was it, you could be removed from the community. And I mean yeah. as a as a Christian, being absent from tr- uh from Christian community in the first century. I mean, that's a that's a motivating factor to get your stuff right. Well, and know? I think,
1: too, you know, it definitely, and we've been talking about this in the elder room, mm-hmm. you know, we, we should do better at church discipline because yeah. clearly this was... We're getting
0: the spanking spoon out. Get ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> but we should, you know. I,
1: I think that for, you know, looking at what good biblical church discipline produced, man, there's, there's space for it. There should be margin for it. We talked about margin on Sunday, but... I was all over the place, man. I was. We talked about margarine, margarine. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm kind of getting to this point that re- repentance, this letter produced this thing. It produced this mo- this movement, this motion, uh, and then Paul had to follow it up with the church, and that's really where Second we Cor- where Chapter Two of Second Corinthians lands, where he's just giving them you know instructions to to uh, restore that relationship. He's saying, look, you need to move forward in reaffirming that individual. And uh, so for that, I I just I think about, you know, like I think we were kind of alluding to it. But, um, you know, if we don't get this muscle down, right, this muscle of forgiveness, if we Mm -hmm. don't get this thing uh, fixed in our lives where we can use it, then we are alienating ourselves from, you know, our own potential that the Lord has our own gospel centered life, our own gospel centered plan that the Lord has prepared for us, that He wants to see play out in our lives, if we don 't learn this mechanism, this motion of forgiveness, then you know I, I just have this uh inkling you know that that not only are we missing out but like souls are missing out, not only are you personally going to hurt, and your personal relationships are going to be an issue. Um, but, but folks are going to be impacted. Yeah. You know, big
0: time for sure. And I think that's, you know, one of the downfalls of living in like an individualist society as opposed to uh, a society that looks at things corporately Mm -hmm. is that we just assume, oh, well, that's my business. That's nobody else's business, but my own, you know, is what is the stock response whenever you try to you know, go to somebody about issues that you see like, right. hey, and like, that's not your business. Like, well, you know, <laughs> it, it is in a way it affects me, you yeah. know, it affects the body in the case of the church, you know, and yeah. when we neglect to to care for, for relationships and situations with with forgiveness and with this idea of reconciliation of mm-hmm. mind, we are affecting much more than just ourselves and even the other person. Yeah. And I, and I, you, you kind
1: of bring up a good point in the sense that, um, you know, we're surrendering when we choose to um, be a brother or sister in Christ, you know, we, we are forfeiting our right to be on our own. It's We're forfeiting our right to, um, you know, be our own person, our own man, our own family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the design. You know, the design yeah. is for us to be a part of God's family. It is to be a brother or sister, you know, for the Lord to,
0: rule and reign in our lives not for us to go do our own thing yeah it's you know. true and you think back to when i think it's uh this first corinthians when paul says you know know you not that your temple is uh, or that your, <laughs> your temple know mm-hmm. you not that your body is the temple yeah. of the holy spirit and when he says that it's you know you in english can be plural or singular but in greek it's plural y'all's bodies mm-hmm. are the temple of the holy spirit yeah. which incl- which implies that we're all in this thing together. It's that's not right. just you as a temple of the Holy Spirit, it's the body of yeah. the church together, therefore, what you do matters to me and what I do should matter to you, yeah, in that sense
1: and if we were to put a word to first Corinthians uh it, not it's to say that it, <laughs> no, <laughs> but not to say that it is the word, but it's similar to like reconciliation, but it could be the theme for first Corinthians is unity, yeah, you know that's that's literally what Paul is after, and mm-hmm. so clearly. Unity is the issue, and then something transpires between, you know, that second letter and the fourth where, you know, something happens, this grotesque sin, this issue. And Paul's like, look, we're going to get what?
0: I'm just thinking about, like, (laughs) this is where my mind goes. I mean, he wrote them four letters, you know, and letters were expensive. Yeah, and if you think about like Paul's, like, gosh darn it, like y'all are the reason I still have to make tents. <laughs> like it's expensive writing these scathing letters to you because you can't get your acts together. It's funny, <laughs> and he kind of talks about that. Remember, <laughs> you don't pay me, right? He's like, I yeah. rob other churches to serve you. That's right. That's he's right. Like, They're Which is paying funny. for this letter right now. Yeah, and you're gonna
1: ask forgiveness for that because <laughs> you're gonna learn what it's like to forgive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just he's such a. Uh, you know, at some point he has the the view of the whole in mind. Yeah, and and I you know respect him so much for that and learn so much from these letters. But he keeps he keeps the gospel at the center, and he knows that if they don't figure this out, Satan is going to sift them. He he's just literally going to rans. If not, you know, he's already ransacking. He's them. got his T-shirt on that says hashtag sift it, <laughs> sift it, sift it, and That's send funny, it. Funny, yeah. But it, it's so true, and he he kind of um, ties it up going towards the end of chapter two, where he's like, "Look, you got to figure this out. If you don't forgive, Satan's gonna have a heyday with you." Yeah, you know. And so as you alien, as you don't forgive, you alienate yourself from those relationships that the Lord could use, uh, and then you you are posturing yourself towards the enemy for him to gain an advantage. You know. So
0: none of it. You were talking about playing paintball on. Uh, oh man, on Saturday, Kenny. I'm not sorry for what I did. It was great. <laughs> I actually, no, I am sorry for that headshot. That was a mistake. It's funny. Yeah. It's great.
1: But I think it's it's none of us would play play paintball in such a way that we would just run out into the open and stand there.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> nobody mean, in their right frame of mind would do that. We
1: would feel the ramifications instantly, but for yeah. whatever reason, we expose ourselves, you know, in our spiritual lives and we and we run out with with absolutely no cover. And the cover is each other. The cover is the relationships that we have. The cover is the mechanisms, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, it's the mechanisms that the Lord has put into place in the body that allows us to forgive and reconcile and to continue in those relationships, to continue till he comes, to occupy, right? All of these terms that we are to continue in the work that the Lord has given us. But when we uh, sit in and embrace this unforgiveness uh, we are literally just walking out in, in the open for the enemy to, to tag us, you know, so to speak. So
0: it's true. Oh, but I, I feel like when when it comes to just on a personal level, like if you, regardless of whether you want to continue or not continue a relationship with somebody, forgiveness is important. Because A, if you want to continue in a relationship with that person, like forgiveness is necessary for that relationship to move forward and not just stay in the awkward place of where it's at and if you desire if you you know have decided that it's best not to continue with that relationship and that it's better better to part ways you you still need to forgive them because forgiveness allows you to move forward even if that relationship does not yeah you know what i mean yeah and and we kind of it's like just a thought that i had well we gave that
1: process uh towards the end of the message of just like how do you know when to continue that relationship how do you know when it's time to cut ties and when it's time to stay in it, the the point of this is, uh, you know, allowing that motion to continue, allowing that process to move forward, because, uh, you know, at some point, it's you don't you don't know what the Lord's doing in that other person's life. You don't know if if this is exactly what they needed that letter. I mean, it may take someone six months to get over that right, letter. Right. Yeah. It may take them a year. You Paul had to make things
0: know. uncomfortable for things right. to, to to get to a better place.
1: Well, and I, I just think that we, it's the same thing in our society. You know, we are unable to, we, we are unable to function when someone disagrees, when someone has a different opinion, mm-hmm. God help, you know, I mean, how, how, how can two people exist in the same room that have a different opinion? This is a pr- a huge problem, you know, and we can't lose that, you know, as we're teaching and training our children, as we're teaching and training and discipling one another, like, there are other opinions. There are other perspectives towards Scripture. Um, you know, like, just because you like a certain kind of music, speaking of music, this is a, what do you think? What's it? Oh, God. <laughs> I got my Boys to Men t-shirt. Oh, got, my god! I got my Boys to Men t-shirt on. Wow. <laughs>
0: That's amazing
1: <laughs> but just because you know that person m- might not have the same taste that you do you know and so I think that we really need this idea of margin in our lives this idea that uh, people can be different they don't th- I mean that's what makes the the body of Christ so incredible is how diverse it is. Um, so anyway, our forgiveness, I feel like we, forgive. Sometimes um, things go unforgiven just based on our biases, based on yeah. our opinions, based on things that just absolutely shouldn't matter. Right. Um, and so what we need to understand is that the non-negotiable, Jesus has given us ex- an example of forgiving. He's given us an incredible example of continuing in that patiently. Let's not let whether we continue in relationship, like Cody said, hinge on that. Why? Because uh, there is a foundation for that forgiveness. There is the gospel, which allows us to continue to strive. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean we condone sin. It doesn't mean that we are uh, in a place where we allow someone to get away with something. Paul did. Paul absolutely did not do that. You know. And so, what we're not saying is stay in that unhealthy relationship. Um, because that's what you're called to do. No, take healthy steps in your relationship to make that relationship more healthy. Yes. Uh, and if that's forgiving that person, or if that's calling them out uh, to the place where they can, we listed three things, where they can be repentant, humble, and seeking to reconcile with you. Those are three things that we see that this church did. This man, whoever, whatever he did, whoever he was, there was an issue, there was a problem. He was repentant for for what he did mm-hmm. you know and and from that perspective <laughs> whoever
0: and whatever yeah
1: <laughs> i mean let your mind wander but right. it was pretty bad you know and so seeking reconciliation in this church paul knew he had to address the issue and so uh, coming at it from that perspective this man was repentant this man was ready to reconcile and paul was like look it's time to forgive it's time to reaffirm reinstate uh, him into the body of Christ. So uh, know that it is a process. Know that it's not just this light switch thing. Uh, and if that's how you've approached forgiveness in the past, chances are you have unresolved issues. You have unresolved tension. You have things that you need to work through. Uh, so we're not proponents of saying, "Yeah, do your relationships in this unhealthy way." Absolutely not. Um, but we are saying that it it is something that we're all going to face, and it's something. This thing of forgiveness. That is a door that we all have to walk through from time to time.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and it's it's one of those, uh, what? No. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, uh, so Colossians, uh, well, it's 120, but there's a few verses around it that give it context. But it came to mind as we were talking. Uh, Colossians uh, 119 says, For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, mm. Jesus. And through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace, through the blood of his cross, through him I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven, and although you were formerly alienated and hostile in mind, engaged in evil deeds, yet he has now reconciled you in his fleshly body through death, and in order to present you before him holy and blameless and beyond reproach. Mm -hmm. And this picture of what Paul um, uh, exemplifies as like pinnacle, like what Jesus did to reconcile it is laced with suffering. Yep. You know, the forgiveness and reconciliation came because the one person who had no obligation to give it and the receiving party who had right. no deserving to it whatsoever, like this happened. And I think mm-hmm. oftentimes we get in this mode of like, well, I'll forgive them if they apologize first, or well, I will I will give this to them if I feel like they deserve it, but if we don't feel that way then it's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And the gospel is is just not that. It is if anything it is the exact opposite where we we should be going out of our way to to get ourselves to a place where we are comfortable offering forgiveness and wanting to reconcile with those who have wronged us and you know according to worldly standards don't deserve that. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, we we don't have the the luxury of these worldly constructs to say, okay, I have enemies and I have friends, right? Mm-hmm. This is like what we're learning is the the Lord is reconciling the world to Himself. He's fixing all that. And so, what Paul is calling us to do, and, and as we have six weeks to walk through this, and we're going to talk about this coming week, it's um um doggone it. I'm trying to remember the title, but it's uh, essentially this idea of living in that New Testament mindset. Um, future something. I can't remember, but it's, it's on my notes upstairs. Uh, but the point is, is, is you can't live in that old way. You, you are a new creation. And so he's going to, he's going to work through these things. Uh, one of them, you know, you talked about suffering, you know, w- we deal with that explicitly in this. Um, so all of these things are literally us being made into children of God, living out new kingdom life here on earth, yep. you know, so it's don't settle in and, and accept uh, worldly constructs and, you know, this idea of enemies and, you know, those that are close or this, that, or that, like the gospel reconciles every relationship. It brings everyone into the fold and it will allow you, if you live by these truths that, that we're learning, that we're walking through in this text, people will come to Jesus because of this. Like yeah. coworkers will come to Jesus. Those that you least expect, uh, will come to Jesus and experience life change
0: yeah it's really good stuff this yeah, I, I feel like this is one of those topics that is just it's super practical for everybody you yeah, know what i mean like absolutely. we all we all need to do this better and we all need to be more active and going out of our way to do this because of the implications of yeah. it. yeah it's know what forward mean? thinking that's is. that's
1: next next week's message Ooh, spoiler alert
0: yeah forward thinking love it yeah man well, I've enjoyed this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I know great. you have about 20 text conversations that you need to catch up on. It's so annoying. But God bless you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. We appreciate you hanging out with yeah. us.
0: And we hope this content is a blessing to you. We enjoy producing it. Yeah. And please, uh, you know, whatever you're listening or watching through, please like and subscribe and, yeah. uh, you know, help us know that you appreciate our podcast. <laughs> so we keep making it yeah god bless you if we don't have a thousand followers by next week we just we won't continue producing so that's not true tell your friends but we love you anyway we love you god bless you god bless (laughs) We less see ya (laughs) bye Thanks so much for tuning in for this conversation on the Bethlehem Church podcast. We hope it was a blessing to you. If you want to know more about us, feel free to check out our website at BethlehemChurch.cc and also in every conversation we publish, you'll find our sermon notes in the description and we hope that you'll study these topics further. We'll see you next time.